Well, hello everyone. Welcome in to Buddhist Biohacker YouTube. My name is Lisa and I am your host as always. And today is Sacred Council Day, which I'm so, so, so excited about. And we're going to start out by first just saying hello. I'd love to know who's on, where you're from. Um, I love seeing all of our community on here. So make sure you share. And I'd really love to hear from everybody about how you are feeling about this solar eclipse that is happening today in 12 hours. It's at 10.29 p.m. Um, Mountain Time. Hi, Burnett. Oh, I'm so glad to see you in here. I just saw your name the other day because I was turning you on for the month of December in Ajatakasa, and I'm so happy to see you. So um, welcome in. So yeah, share everybody. I would love to hear how the eclipse is going for you. And, you know, the eclipse really this eclipse season has been, hi guys. Oh my gosh. Hi, Cindy. Hi, April. Hi, Tracy, Brandy. Hi, everybody. Um, so this eclipse season, so it started with the lunar eclipse back on the full moon, and now we're moving into a solar eclipse here on the new moon today. And it's been about excavating patterns. So what I would love to hear from each of you is, what patterns are you excavating? What have you dug up during this eclipse season? I know that I have been dealing with a big, major life pattern and recapitulation. And today itself has been profound, but the whole week has been profound. So I'd love to hear what you guys are experiencing out there as we get into the December transmission. And um, hi guys. And so with that said, I just wanna explain a little bit about Sacred Council. For those of you who are either new to me or new to the monthly transmissions and the monthly flows. So I am a trans channel. I have been channeling probably all my life. I have stories back when I was a kid, but I've been actively channeling being since 2007, maybe 2006, but really 2007, I started channeling a being called Aksun Shaman, and he is an Anunnaki, and he is also um, just really incredible. And that has progressed over the years and definitely amped up over the last two years since 2020 with the Great Awakening. And so now um, I do still work with Oxen, but I'm channeling a group of beings called the Sacred Council of Light. And they are a diplomatic council based in the Pleiades. They are not all Pleiadian. It's made up of many different species across many different systems, um, but they're based in the Pleiades. And their mission is a diplomatic mission where, in which they work with um, aggressive species and benevolent species and bringing them together and really focus on the benevolence in all species. And so that is a big part of why here on Buddhist Biohacker, we try to stay out of the narrative, stay out of taking sides and really look at all sides because there's good and there's light and dark and everything. Um, so we're not battling the two, we're actually bringing the two together. So, oh my gosh, I'm seeing Brandy, we're gonna get into this for sure. Brandy is saying, wow, I have identified that I have boundaries, my family keeps crossing and I'm done allowing it. I love this because every single conversation and every single circle I have been in in the last week, two weeks through this eclipse season has all been about boundaries, family, lineage, kids, parents. Um, absolutely. So that's awesome. And Cindy shares <clears throat> peeling away at ruminating thoughts. My peace is in the now. Glad to be here. That is awesome. And hi, everybody. Oh, we've got Renee from Pagosa Springs. We have all sorts of people in here from everywhere. Tracy's still not sleeping. Boo. Um, we'll get to that for sure. We'll talk about the sleep state stuff also. So going back to the Sacred Council. So what I have been doing for the last two years um, is working with this council and channeling transmissions on a monthly basis to really give us some information about what's to come. And this has really been, um, this has really been an interesting journey because um, for those of you that have worked with 
uh, higher consciousness beings, their focus is never on predictions. It's never on, oh, what's going to happen or, or things that are happening in the linear. It's much more about what's happening energetically and what's happening with our frequency. And so what I want to say here is this. <clears throat> Starting today, I am going to share these transmissions live on YouTube the first Friday of every single month. Okay. And, um, this is a big deal because I keep all my channel transmissions under lock and key in the Ajata Casa and the written transmissions will still be housed in that space. Um, but I keep everything kind of protected because I really didn't want to come out and share all of this, but I'm really feeling called now by the council to really step out and talk about this and to share about this and to go forward with it. So that's what I'm doing here today and what we're going to do together. And, what I want to say is the messages are the work for us to do over the month. So the transmission is less about what's going to happen. There's a little bit of that, but it's more about what energies are we working with this month? Where can we shift our frequency this month? And how do we progress in our spiritual and self-development? So my hope is by sharing it on here that we can all work together and be able to continue this momentum as a collective and moving forward because it's the, the inner work that we all do that takes us to the next level. Um, let's see, I'm seeing um, all sorts of great comments on here. Um, oh, I love this. So Moana is saying, oh my God, I couldn't find your channel, lost the information. Now I'm here again, welcome in. And um, <clears throat> The geometric shapes that you're seeing in your head is absolutely part of the sacred council. And, and many beings from causal planes and ultra terrestrials and celestial beings, a lot of them work with sacred geometry. So that's probably why you're seeing that. So good morning, everybody. And I love it, Karen, using our, our um, awesome emojis. They don't show up in my stream yard, but I know they show up on YouTube. So for those of you who aren't members, I think it's $2.99 a month. Um, I have special emojis and I did change the spinning emoji. So when you're spinning in your crap, I had a tornado. Well, now I have a spider's web because of our galactic spiders show. So I did change that as well. So that's awesome. Oh, and I see this geometric shapes last 18 months or so. Yes, yeah, sacred geometry is big. Okay. So I'm going to get into the cadence of how Sacred Council works, and then we're going to get right into the transmission, okay? Because I know we're all anxious um, to get going. So let me just put this up on the screen. Sorry, guys, I had a little producing here. Okay, here we go. So here is how this is going to work. So you want to join my mailing list. You just go to atlisamgunshore.com. That's my website. You'll receive the written transmission on the first of every single month. So it will come in email. It will also be posted in the Ajata Casa platform for all of the members. Then Sacred Council will be live here on Buddhist Biohacker YouTube at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, the first Friday of every single month. Um, so don't forget to subscribe. I, I am definitely keeping an eye on shadow banning in here um, because I'm seeing some weird things. So please subscribe and, and join this community. And then the third thing, which already left the screen, is the first Sunday of every month. So that's this Sunday at 9 a.m. All members of Ajata Casa and my YouTube channel at the Lemurian uh, level and above will get to be a part of a live Zoom call with me to continue to discuss this transmission, ask questions, and really share what you're experiencing. So it's a collective frequency collaboration um, on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. So I'll give you information at the end about all of that. Okay, so let's get into the messages because there is a lot. Um, and you're going to have to excuse me, but I have to put my glasses on because, yes, I need them to see uh, words. Okay, so the three key words for the month of December are, ready? <laughs> Earth, alienation, and sanctuary. Okay. And so, what the first thing they had to say um, is this the message of December is about turning away from the manufactured information of the ignorant human experience to turn in or tune into the celestial messaging our inherent knowing gifted from our earth mother and the cosmic father. 
the invitation to go within and to connect with the technology from outside this realm. While our vessels are created from this earthly plane, soul is consciousness birthed from the infinite intelligence of creator. We are not from here, whatever here is. Acknowledgement of this truth brings about change on all planes of existence and in all realities across all timelines. The messaging remains the same. It is the number of people tuning into the messaging that dramatically changes in December. And this message can go either way. This is just the first part of this transcript. But the message can go either way. The messaging stays the same. Now, when I first channeled this message, I was thinking of mainstream messaging, right? All of the media and what's out there in our world and what they're telling us to think and feel and believe and all these things. And then I realized, no, it's not just that. Yes, it is mainstream messaging, but it's also the spiritual messaging, the higher consciousness messaging, that messaging is also staying the same. And their message is, I mean, think about it. The message again, it says, the messaging remains the same. It is the number of people tuning into the messaging that dramatically changes in December. And what I was shown is that in this month of December, we are going to shift from the amount of people focusing on mainstream messaging and the amount of people focusing on spiritual messaging is going to shift. More people are going to turn away from mainstream and focus on the self, focus on their internal messaging and what spirit and soul has to say to them. And this is a beautiful, powerful thing because it means that the external messaging is losing its power. It's losing its ability to affect us as a collective race, the human race. So this is very, very exciting, I feel, because even though there's still a narrative here and there's these higher spiritual teachings here, it's about how many people are shifting now to the higher consciousness and shifting to a different frequency and a different vibration, which is really, really beautiful. So we're going to see a lot of people really getting bored of the narrative, right? Getting bored of it. And people, I got some text messages the last couple of days from people who are like, oh my gosh, like people in their family are, are waking up to this, this reality of consciousness and what's happening in the world around us. So that is really, really cool. So that's the first part of the transmission, which I love. But let's go into, I want to go into alienation. Um, so they bring up the alien. What if life exists beyond our planet? If we can access higher consciousness and altered states of being, can we access alien life in these same states? There are external messages coming from all walks of life on earth. What are the external messages from outside of earth? These are the questions that alien brings to us. Consider this affirmation. I bring back knowledge from distant places. So let's do something really quick. Let's just close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart center and drop into soul. Just drop into soul. And say out loud, I bring back knowledge from distant places. I bring back knowledge from distant places. And how does that feel? Our body contains technology that we have not yet explored. We have hidden powers. So I want to go into this concept of alien because it's really profound and I have some things I want to read to you and I'd, I'd love to hear how everyone out there is connecting with aliens and connecting with 
knowledge that comes out from different places. I love this. Brandy says it feels true. And Denise, it feels right. Yes. Amazing. Yes. And so I want you guys to really, I'm really into this archetype of alien and alien, this idea of alien and alienation, because it really does resonate with this time frame. And so I'm going to read you a couple things. Okay. Here we go. In a world where distance or remoteness enables and creates space for imaginary lives, snapshots of the good life, it can also be easy to feel estranged, different, like we don't belong. The alien is here to lead you back home to yourself. The alien, the outsider, the rebel, the stranger, the one you have feared yet also secretly desired, is here to remind you that you are perfect as you are beneath the cruel mask of imperfection. Now, let's talk about that because I think this is really profound because so many of us in spiritual communities, a lot of you guys are all healers who are watching. Um, and even if you aren't, I, I mean, I think if you're, if you're watching this YouTube channel, um, you probably have felt like the outsider. You felt that energy of alienation, right? You're making a choice different from the norm, different from the mainstream. And this idea of being the alien, right? Being outside of the, the narrative, outside of the mainstream messaging. And yet the alien is also your hidden power. So this goes on to say, the alien is your own hidden or lost wonder and miraculous powers. These powers have become alien to you. In the difficulties of life, the learning and rules and consequences of family, school, work, relationships, parts of ourselves must remain hidden, suppressed, and denied. Parts of the whole remain hidden and unknown. The alien signals your urge for freedom. There are no masks. He catalyzes self-discovery and ignites the drive to question, challenge, and dissolve the walls that box us in. Right? Is this not profound? There is a remembering. The semblance of something more astonishing, more beautiful, and utterly miraculous is surfacing. The rekindling of dreams, new possibilities, new worlds. The alien seeks a way home to the stars, being in the world, but not of it reminding you that you are always, no matter what, on a journey back home to the light. I think that whole entire thing is profound. I'd love to know what you guys think and how you relate to the alien, because this is the archetype we're being invited to work with by the ultra-terrestrials this month. The Sacred Council is asking us to look at where have we alienated ourselves. What are we hiding, suppressing, denying within ourselves? What have we forgotten about our light bodies and our truth and our inherent knowing? And it's so relevant to this time because what's happening is it's the unraveling, right? And if we watch all of our favorite astrologers, we know that the month of December has massive astrology for truth revealed, information coming out collapse of things. And the reality is the collapse has already occurred, right? But it's getting everybody on the same page. And that's all that's happening right now is we're all getting on the same page. So there's all of this information that we can access. And it's actually right inside of us. And that's what this time of great remembering is. There was a transmission a few months ago, probably six months ago now, about the photon belt and about the light 
that is coming in. In fact, maybe I'll try to find it while we're talking here, if I can coordinate that and talk live at the same time. But it was talking about how the photon belt coming across us right now that we've been activating is activating this remembering because our memories we placed inside this photon belt so that we could remember. And so now we're in this great time of remembering who we are. And in remembering that, we become alienated from what we've been. And so I'm really loving the alien. I'm loving, loving, loving it because it really is just activating so much in me about what's happening at the macrocosm, but also what's happening individually with me and my own life, which is really amazing. And I love all these comments. I'm going to get to them in a minute. And again, I'd love to hear your own experiences with the alien. We're going to talk about the movie Arrival on Sunday's call. So I'd love to know how many in here have watched Arrival yet. Because we're going to talk about this idea of bending time, collapsing timelines, jumping timelines, shifting time. And, and Arrival was just such a beautiful activator for that. It's a great movie and we're going to talk about it. And, and I can't wait to hear what everybody in the community has to say on Sunday's call um, about this experience of time bending. But what we're what's happening is we're remembering that we are not of these systems that are surrounding us right now, that we're outside of these systems. It's really, really powerful. Okay. Let's go into this part about the earth. Do not forget that the earth itself is magic. So the number 33 is a focus for the month of December. 33 is the master teacher of the master numbers, okay? And there's light and dark to the number 33. So I wanna talk about that. So the expansive positive experiences to expect in December in your own journey from the number 33 is nurturing yourself and others, expansive and clear insight, deep understanding of emotional issues and generosity, okay? The shadow qualities of 33 are carelessness, a craving for sweets, the burden of insight and assumptions. And that's so true. The assumptions piece is so true because when you have insight, we tend to assume we just know everything. I mean, it really is true. Well, we see things, people are talking, we see things. And what, what happens is, is we don't create space for people to share. We don't create space for people that we love to have their own experiences, right? We don't create that space. And so that's something I've actively been working on for quite some time, which is how do I listen? How do I create space for other people to be in their own insight, right? Because when you work as a psychic, right, you're always telling people what's going to happen and what to do. But that takes away our personal power. So how do we empower? By holding the container for you to come to your own insight because we're all psychic, you know? We are all psychic. I love some of these things. Let me see here. So... Um, Karen says, I love this, Lisa, the vibration of your words alone feels so light filled and true. Oh, thank you so much. Um, Denise says, rewatched. I have a lot to say. Oh, I can't even wait till our conversation. Um, Moana says we are made from the stars. So we are definitely extraterrestrials ourselves. Absolutely. Brandy says the burden of insights that hits me hard. Oh my God. And yeah, it does. Um, and I see, you know, been burdened with insight. And, and that's the thing is we know information. And so it's difficult for us to create space for people to have their own experience. And think about that in this narrative right now. How hard is it for you to listen to what I like to call muggle conversations? Going back to some Harry Potter right there. But when you listen to a muggle conversation, you're like, oh my God, none of this even matters. Like you guys don't even realize what's happening on the planet, right? And it takes us into judgment and out of compassion. So it's a real practice. And, and I feel that that's part of what the number 33 is representing 
um, as we go into this month of December and go deep into it, especially because it's it's holidays, it's family time, it's it's time to be social. And so in this social time, can we practice compassion and become a sacred container as people have these conversations around us? Because this is a lesson we can take from the crystal children, right? Okay, so I'm an indigo child. So indigos, we're like, boom, you know, we want to go fight the fight. I got my weapons of light and I'm going to go fight in the battle, right? But the crystal child, a lot of you guys might be crystal children. Crystal children were placed here just to hold a frequency. So what happens if your indigo self becomes a light warrior through holding frequency in spaces with your muggle counterparts? Even at the grocery store when someone's, you know, all covered up and afraid, can you become the frequency they need to awaken? I get goosebumps as I say that, so I know it's not even me talking right now. <laughs> and so this number 33 is asking us to be magical by holding, I'm giving myself chills, Brandy, I see her comment, I'm giving myself chills. So it's them, it's all them. But can we be this frequency and can we create space and remove the assumptions, remove the burden of knowing truth. Let it go. That's the shadow. And be in those positive traits of actually holding space for others to see the truth. I love this. Denise says, I know I've been doing that in my work for a long time. And April, yes. That is definitely not me that just said that, but I love it so much. Yes. So the number 33 is magical and potent, and I'm sure we're all, all of us here together collectively will see it a ton. Um, but the earth herself, so this is really important, okay, because the number 33 is also enlightenment and the inherent understanding of large concepts. So how many of us here, like raise your hand. I know I can't really see you, but you can put an emoji. How many of you here are interested in quantum physics and just understand stuff that you're not a scientist and there's really no way you should understand it, but you do? So the number 33 relates to the inherent understanding of large concepts like quantum physics. You just know information and it makes sense. That is part of the remembering. And that is part of the number 33. Oh, I love it. Here comes all the stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and I love what you're saying. You've moved from indigo to crystal. I love that. Yes. And so the number 33, because of this, the earth and the number 33 go together in this transmission. So the earth herself reminds us that the fabric of our universe is made of infinite intelligence. Our responsibility is to dream, set intention, and act on our heart-centered desires, and spirit will do the rest. And the question here was, have you found yourself turning to nature for solace? So I'd love another show of hands. How many of you are turning to nature for solace? Some of us have been doing it our whole lives. And I know some of you in the community have been doing this very deeply in the last couple of months. Nature is our peaceful, sacred temple. And so when you think of number 33 and earth and the magic and the inherent knowing, this all flows together. And so again, what is the monthly flow? The monthly flow and transmission from the Sacred Council every month is giving us tools to be successful in the month that is that we're now in. So our tools are to be in nature, to remember our infinite in intelligence, our inherent knowing, and to hold frequency on the planet. Okay goes on. There's more. There's more, which I love. Okay. So I want to talk about the sleeping. I know Tracy said she's not sleeping. So December brings an introduction to new worlds, dream experiences deepen, and new beings occur. 
Okay. So <clears throat> the dream state is huge. There's a beautiful blog post by Elizabeth Peru, who's one of the astrologers I follow um, about our work in the dream state. And many of us have been working in the dream state our entire lives, but it is amped up last month and this coming month. And of course, Neptune is just stationed. So we're deep into um, that. Neptune is illusion, but because of how it's lined up right now and, and because it's stationed, this is a huge uncovering of illusion in your own life. I love this a lot. Let's see. Um, let me go here. Katie says, just noticing a bird soaring above. And Karen says, yes, I've been touching the earth with my feet, touching two oak trees with my hands. I can feel their energy when I do this. Oh, I love that so much. There's been a lot of, uh, oh yeah, oak is super good. I love oak. Um, lots and lots of tree stuff for sure. Uh, my dreams have been crazy. Yes. So how many of you aren't sleeping or are having so much activity in the night that it's like you didn't sleep? Um, I'm very conscious all night. I always have been, but it has been busy. I have been all over the place, um, in my dream state. And it's been quite fascinating. Um, we have a lucid dreams group in the Ajata Casa app. I think it's still in there. And I feel like we should all be using it to share where we're going and what we're doing in the dream state. Cause there's so much happening in the dream state. And this is going to continue in the month of December. And so what, what isn't in the transmission that I wanted to share that kind of landed with me when I was writing this up, because I do do a lot of this automatic writing um, out by a creek. But the thing that I want to share is what landed in me is that we want to create intention before we go to sleep. Because there's so much activity in the nighttime right now, and there's so many places we're being pulled, that for the month of December, try to actually write, like even if you have, you know, this is my journal, if I have it by my bedside, writing in my journal, in writing, I choose to create an opening in my dream state tonight to X, you know, so giving permission, you know what, tonight I am going to go work on the grids or, you know what, tonight I will go fight some battle, some dark energies, you know, or, you know what, I just want to work on my own stuff tonight. Like, so giving permission to, to help the planet, but also giving permission to take a break if you really need sleep is really important. It really landed in me to be more intentional and more empowered in how you manage your sleep and your lucid dream state. So I hope that helps some of you. I'm definitely going to work with that this month um, because it has been, I've been all over and that's fine, but I kind of want to be more pointed or more, more clear focused with my energy when I'm going to bed at night. And it really landed to share that with you guys. And Tracy said, <laughs> Karen's like, I'm not sleeping. Um, wild, vivid dreams. And Tracy, I work more in the night than I do in the waking hours. That's so true. I actually was so lost in the lucid dream state. I was spending more time conscious there than in the waking state here, even though I'm, you know, still sleeping the same amount of time that I was starting to get really confused about where I was. And like the time was really warped for me because I was gone for weeks in the dream state. And then I'd come back and be like, wait a minute, like this is my actual conscious life right now. Um, and so it was getting a little out of hand. So it sounds like some of you guys are in the same boat as well. So anyways, um, yeah. Um, okay. So now let me go in here. Sorry, lost my focus. I lost my focus. Okay. So I asked about the mandates. So we have to be careful what we say on YouTube, but I asked about all the mandates because we're, we're dealing with those all across the world. Um, but there's definitely a deadline mandate by our president here in the United States. And so I asked about that and true to form higher plane beings always have an answer that you don't really want, but it's so, so true. <laughs> and, and their response was this, it is the fear that we cannot thrive doing something we love that we are being invited to transmute. 
The question is not if the mandates will fall apart. The question is why does it matter? <laughs> and, and it goes on from there in the transmission. But the thing is, it's so true because we fear being out of the system. As much as we're like, F the system and I want to be out of the system. It's scary to be out of the system because we don't know how that looks and we don't trust ourselves to create outside of it, right? Or to be able to thrive, like they're saying. We believe we can't thrive doing what we love. So we're like, oh no, what's gonna happen? And and you know, what's what's happening with these rules that are being placed on us instead of just letting it go and trusting that we'll be able to stay true to what we believe and feel. And, and that goes for either side of the spectrum, by the way, because there are plenty of people who are choosing um, to go forward um, with these mandates for their own selves and their own body and are also being persecuted for that. So we have to come out of persecuting either side and just being able to thrive and do the things that we love and make the decisions that we want to that feel for our highest good and aligned with soul. That's the key. We want it to be aligned with our soul, what our soul is feeling. And so that is the question. Well, why does it even matter? Right. And so what we're being invited to do is transmute our fear. I mean, very simply, whatever you're afraid of with rules that are being imposed in whatever part of the globe that you're in, whatever you're afraid of, that's the work. That's what you want to do inquiry about. That's what you want to do svidiaya or, or, or self-work, self-inquiry. So, and in doing that, it, it frees itself, you know? So that was their response about that. All right. So um, I did channel each month last year, just a little snippet of things. And so there is some more information. So the esoteric pieces of the month of December um, is your origin or seed makes you who you are. Sacred spaces, star beings, mystical phenomena, downloads, multidimensional beings, portals, and light codes. What are your origins? So it's really important to contemplate this month. What are your origins? Where do you come from? Oh, I love this. Claire is saying lots of intense dreams, jumping timelines, experiencing things out of time, um, hormones out of whack, extra sensitivity. Yeah, for sure, girl. I've been... <laughs> there this month too. Yikes. And so what are your origins? Really contemplating that. I've got some fun stuff up my sleeve for the new year because I found a lot of great information about starseed origins and your astrological charts. So we're going to do some of that fun stuff in our community and membership calls. But asking yourself, and one of the things that came up, um, so this is very interesting. So in the monthly transmission, so a year ago, I channeled each month. So we're now in the final month, December. And what, <laughs> what one of the things that said was Mount Shasta. So what's interesting is um, I've been in sacred ceremony with my gong. Um, my gong's right there. I have a Neptune gong. Let's see if I can point to it. There you go. There it is. So I've been in sacred ceremony with my gong and my gong said to me, um, my, my Neptune vibration of frequency said, it's time to go to Mount Shasta. So I was talking to Mary Lydia Ryan. A lot of you guys know her in the community. Um, she's an incredible musician and sound healer. And I said, you know, would you want to go to Mount Shasta? And she's like, oh my God, I've been thinking about this for like two months about Mount Shasta. And I thought, well, this is crazy. I'm like, we are absolutely being called to go to Mount Shasta. So you guys should have seen in a Jatakasa, I posted um, the information and that we're going to try to go to Mount Shasta. So we did a CE5 event um, that was really profound, which we're also going to talk about on Sunday. I know everybody's ready to talk about it. So Sunday's call is going to be CE5 ultra terrestrials, arrival, time bending, all that stuff. Anyway, we did a CE5 event here in Colorado this summer that was really profound. So our next big one for the whole community will be in Mount Shasta in the spring, and we'll start to put together dates and that kind of thing, um, probably after the first of the year. 
So stay tuned for that. Um, but then I was pulling up the channeling and it has Mount Shasta in it for December. So I thought that was really funny because I was like, wow, like this is a really big deal. Um, so it is in the channel transmission. So if you're feeling connected, um, definitely. Um, oh yeah. And Eve says she was also called to Mount Shasta in August. So there's definitely an energy uh, for Mount Shasta. So we'll go there and have that experience sooner than later. Okay, so there is a mundane, predictive, channeled message. So I do want to share that. So here's what they had to say about December. The collective will see truth revealed this month. Lies will be exposed. There will be emotional turmoil. Many will feel guarded and emotional this month. Those who had not yet awakened will awaken to truths and feel disturbed. A man in power who has legal authority will be of significance this month. Judgment, unfair blame, misplaced accusations, negative stories will run across mainstream media. When do they not, by the way? Justice is served despite the narrative. Guilt and remorse, possible shame for those involved. The year will end with a look towards the future and hopes for recovery of what was lost. Now, this could go into the GMAX trial. It could go into all sorts of things. I'll let you guys discern that. Part of channel transmissions is that the languaging is often quantum, meaning it can relate to many, many different things throughout the month. So, oh my God, <laughs> I love this. Making eggs and sausage and waffles while listening to Buddhist Biohacker. Thank you. Best morning ever. Yes. Oh my God. I love it so much. I love it so much. I had... A huge, like I started cry. I had a beautiful breakfast with my husband this morning and started crying in the middle of breakfast because this profound pattern is like excavating out of me. And I had this massive realization this morning, which was so intense. So um, I also had the best breakfast ever. It's like the day of profound awakening. So I love that so much. But anyway, so when you think of, when you read through the transmission, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you read the actual transmission, um, and you read the languaging, um, the, the words in the languaging is, is quantum or infinite or timeless. So it can apply to many different things. And the more you read it, oftentimes it relates to many different things, um, differently every time. So it's really important to be able to see it in writing. So, so yeah, so that is the month of December. That's some big stuff if, if I don't say so myself. And so what I would like to remind you of is this, I think the key thing is to look at the alien archetype. Okay. Look at the alien archetype, go out in nature and connect and also work with your connection to the number 33. Okay. And then also go into your remembering and your inherent knowing. Um, Oh, I like it. Bacon or sausage and waffles with honey. Oh gosh. Well, so I love sausage, sausage, but I'm gluten-free. So I have to be careful about where I get my sausage from. Um, and I am a, a coconut nectar gal for the tops of my, my pancakes or my waffles, as long as they're gluten-free. So thank you for that question. Yeah. So um, if you guys have questions, I'd love for you to throw them in here. I'm happy to um, answer some things in the last few minutes before we close. So please um, sh share those in there. And then I have a couple announcements. So first and foremost, um, if you're not in the Ajata Casa platform, in our community platform, there's over a thousand videos in there and I'm reworking some things too. So it's going to be even more epic in about a week. Um, and it's also a social community with no tracking, no algorithms. Um, it's private, it's safe, and it's very high frequency. So what we share is a lot of light. We're not sharing a whole bunch of narrative stuff. It's really a space where we're sharing awakenings and the beautiful parts of our day and um, just really creating this frequency of light in there. So it is free for the month of December. So if you guys want to get on there, you can just email and I'll put it in the comments here, mail at lisamgunshore.com. Um, you can also, the best thing to do is just to go to my website, lisamgunshore.com and join my mailing list because I'll be sending out something over this weekend again. 
Um, but all you have to do is um, go to the Ajata Casa platform. If you go to Lisa M. Gunshore under Sacred Council, you'll see Ajata Casa sign up. Go to the platform, create an account. You're going to hit a paywall. Just exit out. And I'll be letting people in periodically throughout the weekend um, so that you can come in and really test it out for the month of December. Why is this important? Because we have Sacred Council for members only Sunday morning, this Sunday, 9 a.m. We also have a numerology class at 11.30 Mountain Time to look at predicting your numerology for 2022. And we also have Swami Aliananda on Tuesday morning. So we have a lot of community calls and classes coming up that you don't want to miss. And all of the call information is for members only, and it's put into that platform. So it's really um, a great place um, for you to go in right now. And again, it's free for the month of December. So it's a great time to come in. And honestly, it's only $13 a month normally. So come January, if you really want to be a part of it, it's really not that big of an energy exchange. It's really just dues, membership dues to be part of the community, which is awesome. Um, so there is that. Now, Brandy's asking, how can I find out if I'm a crystal or not? Well, that is a great question. So here's the deal. If you look up indigo, crystal, rainbow children, there's a timeline of when these children were born. So um, I was born in 78. So I'm in the indigo timeline. Crystals, I believe, are in 88 or 89. Um, and then rainbows are in the 2000s. Um, so there is a timeline. However, I don't know that that matters, that the linear timeline matters. The thing about an indigo versus a crystal versus a rainbow, the biggest difference that I can say is a crystal child or a crystal being is drawn to crystals, number one. So you'll be drawn to crystals. You'll be drawn to singing bowls, uh, crystal singing bowls. You'll be drawn to these higher frequency. You might not want to eat meat, right? Like that's like part of, you know, the crystal energy is this very light, high frequency. And crystals are very, very sensitive and empathic. Um, so they really are these frequency holders versus doing a bunch of stuff. So you probably aren't going to see a lot of crystal children out speaking and teaching yet. I think that's going to come, but it, it's, it's, they're more of the ones who are sitting someplace meditating and doing all this profound work, but they don't necessarily, they're not loud about it. Where an indigo child, um, were indigos are more drawn to brass, rock, native American tools, more earth, bound things, less crystals and more earth and metal elements. Um, indigos are definitely loud and we're definitely warriors. So we want to get in there and like be on the front lines where a crystal, that's going to be too much for them. That, you know, even though indigos are sensitive and we're empathic and all those things too, we're much more in the darkness and the crystals have a really hard time being in the darkness. So, um, and yeah, Tracy, I'm right there with you. Tracy's saying, I don't believe you have to be bound to the timeline. It's more the frequency you're drawn to. And I totally agree. I mean, I just totally agree. Um, so you can read about the timelines and read about the differences. I think it's very interesting. I love doing that kind of research. Um, but I would say also just kind of know yourself and what you're drawn to. And like Tracy's saying, you can shift, you know, you might be very indigo and then all of a sudden be drawn to a lot of crystal frequencies. It just kind of depends. And, and it depends on what's being activated because all of us together activating each other. So as we collectively ascend or awaken or, or shift our own frequencies, we're shifting all the frequencies around us. And if somebody clear across the country activates a light code, it's going to affect me in some way, and it may open something us else up, you know, for us as well. So it, it just depends on what you're drawn to, you know, and, and what frequency you're in at the time. So that would be what I would say to that. Um, all of this, she's saying, I've, I've been doing a meditation that integrates the crystal rainbow indigo frequency. Ooh, I love that. I hope 
uh, Moana, you get into a Jatakasa and then you can um, share that with everybody in the community. And I'll just share that again in the chat. So it's lisamgunshore.com. And then you're going to go to Sacred Council. And then you're going to go to a Jatakasa sign up. And then just remember, um, when you hit the paywall, just exit out for now. Um, and I'll let you in to the community for free for the month of December. So that's all I've got, you guys. That's the transmission. So if you're on my mailing list, you got the transmission on the first. If you go and join my mailing list today, the best thing you can do is go into Ajata Casa, get into the community, and you can read all of my transmissions that I've ever documented. Um, there's plenty of there and there to read. There's also the last two years of monthly transmissions that you'll be able to read and connect in with as well. So there's lots and lots of information. And I'm so happy I have so many of you guys here today. I really appreciate all of you so, so much. I love you all. And we're just going to do this work together. We're going to do this work together. And um, I'm really looking forward to our community call. We'll, we'll continue this conversation. So um, Sunday is the day the community gets to share um, their own experiences and thoughts on the transmission. And we're, like I said, we're going to talk about uh, arrival and time bending and all that stuff on Sunday too. So I look forward to seeing all of you. Um, the Zoom information is already in Ajata Casa under events, under Sacred Council. And um, I will see all of you guys soon. I'll be back on YouTube next week with Soulful Veda, which is uh, two gals who do an awesome Ayurveda podcast. Um, and then our big December prediction show with Delisa and Kate Wind and Michelle Snelling and myself is going to be on December 21st. And we have a brand new uh, musician, um, Maddie from Truth Matters Podcast is an incredible musician. And she is going to be sharing and debuting some music with us that day as well. So it's going to be really good. It's on the solstice, December 21st. And again, I love all of you guys. Have an amazing weekend and I'll see everybody on Sunday. Bye.